It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. Yo, man. Boom, Miss Rusty. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast, the public access podcast. Here on the Quantum Global Broadcasting Network, I am your host, Rusty Diamond, and you can check out other great shows that I co-host here on the Quantum Global Broadcasting Network, such as When the Gloves Come Off, the Thinking Man's Pro Wrestling Podcast, This Is It with Lizzie, and Saved by the Ben, and this show is brought to you by Stoner Eats Productions, Fred Ben Savage's Fuck, Hardcore Entertainment, Hypnosis is Great, and SockEmUp.org. Everyone, thank you so much for being here. Like, share, subscribe. Check out all the past guests. Go do the same for them. I bring them on. They're obviously cool people. So enjoy that. Uh, but I'm going to add a new, another feature on here, another new feature, because I get to, because that's what's up today. So let's, let's check this out. So I had a buddy call yesterday. I used to do this on my old show. And... I guess this show back a long time ago. And so uh, he called me and he reminded me of this with this message he left on my phone. Messages? Messages? We don't leave no stinking messages. So if you guys want, you can call and leave a message. I'll play it on the air unless it sucks. Well, you guys, I doubt it's going to suck because you're putting it in. And I want you guys to be able to have your voice here on the show, even if it's for a few seconds. And so to do that, you can just call up my cell phone number, leave a message. It's 503-974-6420. Again, 503-974-6420. You just leave a message. That's easy. That's real easy. And I'll play it on here probably. So I want to bring on my guest today, right here, right now, right here, right now. We have Angel Tussie. How are you doing, Angel? I'm doing great today. How are you, Rusty? Pretty well. I'm uh, enjoying the day. I, uh, I'm going to go out after this, I found out. Um, I'm going to go... So I used to do, I still, I kind of do. I used to have a, a shop. I used to have a, um, a vintage shop. And so I, I, things, I have a dream of owning like, like, a, like kind of a dream, right? Like I just think it would be a really fun gig, like to own a, a vintage shop by the beach as like my the, retirement thing. <laughs> It's it's not a bad deal. It's not if you have the right place and um, it's it can be good. You don't I don't know. But with now you don't. If you can do the online part, you might not need a, a shop like a storefront even, which is kind of what I found. But okay. I do know a lot of people that have shops and it it works out pretty well. But. Um, yeah, I was kind of thinking it would be like kind of like a little like community center where people came and hung out and like saw the neighbors and we could do like little workshops and 
and community events, like happy hours and coffee shops, like it'd be like more like a gathering place and, you know, to get people in and hang out and, uh, you know, I don't know. It's like, I just had this picture. Then some days I could put a sign up and said, sorry, gone to the beach, right? Come back tomorrow. (laughs) And I don't know. It's like, I know it's like a fantasy way of, of running a business. It's probably not the most productive online business, but this wasn't really, this was more like my retirement plan. When the surf's good, nobody works. (laughs) So tell me about your shop. Like when did you have it? So I had it. Well, okay, let's see. To back it up. So during, uh, I guess it might might have been right before the the shutdown. What what part of the country are you in here? I'm currently in Florida, but during the pandemic, I was in Denver. Oh, okay. So you got a lot of the shutdown. Okay. Um, so, okay. Um, so I was in Minnesota at the time. I was right by Minneapolis and. Um, well, see, that's where I actually got the idea. We went for a wedding and it was in this teeny tiny little town that was like a train depot. And I just thought, oh, you could like open up this used bookstore or like a vintage store. Like, I, like that's where the idea spawned off because we were, we were in, in Minnesota uh, for a wedding. Oh my gosh, this is so bizarre. Where, where in Minnesota were you? Oh my gosh. Oh shoot. It was this teeny tiny little town. There was nothing there, but a beautiful wedding venue. <laughs> yeah. It was, a, it was built after a train depot and it had like this old, like historic town right from you know when the train was coming by and like some there was like dairy they did like they produced cheese or dairy or something there oh um, i don't remember the name of the town <laughs> yeah it's uh minnesota was a wild place um i was there for a couple of years um and so i i started i started watching these youtube videos there was one um, like people go into garage sales, and then I was also interested in uh, in one that was dumpster diving, and I, you know, I was like, okay, this seems interesting. And then I started seeing people are getting out of the dumpster, and I'm like, oh, we got to go dumpster diving, and uh, it didn't quite go over as well as I thought. It's like if you want to go dumpster diving, you can go on your own, but I'm gonna stay here. I'm gonna stay home, and. Um, so I didn't really get into dumpster diving that much, but one of the things that they were saying that people needed and that were was selling all the time really well was Harley Davidson stuff. And so I saw a thing on Facebook that someone was selling Harley Davidson stuff. And so I went over there and apparently what had happened, it was a husband and wife and they were riding and he ended up getting uh, hit by a semi truck and killed. Oh no! Oh my gosh, that's a terrible story. Yeah. And so she wanted to get rid of everything. It's oh it's my... oh yeah. Oh my, heartbreaking. Yeah, and so I went over there. And I'm like, well, and she told me the story. I'm like, okay, well, look, like now I I don't know if I want to buy. It. She's like, I need you to get rid of this right now. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, whatever you want, like. I, I want to buy everything, but like whatever you want, please just take it. I, I'll take it out of the price. I don't care. That's fine. Take, keep whatever you want. And so she kept a few things, but she wanted to get rid of pretty much everything that 
reminded her of you know writing and stuff but that um that unfortunately was how that started oh and then gosh. and then the shutdown happened and everyone not everyone a lot of people had a lot of disposable income to buy a bunch of crap off of uh, off online yeah. yeah right and so I, it blew up it just it it went crazy and i was finding all this stuff um especially like uh tv vcr combos and uh like the guitar hero rock band things yeah right? i was finding those those things were selling for crazy amounts of money and i would just going through them all the time and then um and then we had to move and a little before we moved so on sometime in april they so this goes back to the dumpster diving they have a like a, you put out your garbage one time a year and they'll pick up anything oh um, put it out on the curb okay and okay we 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 have that like the really weird random stuff here they they'll they'll come and pick up right like you right. Can just throw everything that you can't normally just dispose of and at, at your front at your you know, during, at the end of your driveway. Right. And so um, I went out that morning before the garbage man came and uh, just started going through people's trash and um, found more TV VCR combos, found some more Guitar Hero things. But the thing that's the craziest, this was the garbage truck was, it was a little cul-de-sac and the garbage truck was about to go on this cul-de-sac. Would have picked this up. It was a bin like you know this big this big so like you know like a you know two feet long a foot wide and maybe a foot and a half tall was it it says 58 quart so it was a 58 quart or i don't know 18 gallon some shit like that uh thing but it was full of like old nintendo games and like this this kid must have been some big nerd that probably lived at his house forever and uh his parents were just finally like okay like, we need to get rid of this stuff because it was all these games that were a whole bunch of fantasy games and all these games that were pretty spendy they, they, i ended up making a good yeah, his parents had no idea the value right nope. it's just taking up space and yep. you know that's the thing like they say one man's trash is another's treasure right like it's just taking space it's collecting dust nobody's using it, it has zero value to me yeah. you come along yep you're like oh my gosh it's like a treasure chest right like like yeah. a pirate just found gold and coins and rubies and jewels <laughs> yeah yeah and i mean that paid for uh so we were moving i mean that paid for all our moving expenses um just that little box um with like everything oh. and um you know, still some left over, and and then yeah, then so that's yeah. exciting. That, I love that we paid for we paid for a family trip. We took our kids to Europe uh, for five weeks, and we paid oh. for that trip by selling stuff. Like we had the the mother of all garage sales, right? Like we sold, like we just had like went through, and we were aggressive about okay. Do we really want this? Do we really need this? We recycled stuff, like recycled, you know, wires. My husband was in construction and 
So we went and recycled stuff. We, you know, we um, took stuff to the consignment stores. Like, I mean, we like, what, what can we sell? What can we sell? We paid for a a family trip for five people to go to Europe, just massively getting rid of stuff. It's awesome. And then how nice was it to not have all that stuff around your house? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Double win. Right. I ended up on the Peter Walsh. I don't know if you know who he is, but he's like a, one of the great organizers and he had a radio show at the time. I ended up on his radio show talking about it because of the declutter and the cleanse and like getting rid of. Um, and then of course, you know, not taking on the debt of such a major, you know, major vacation, right. Being able to go yeah. into it without credit card debt and not coming home with credit card debt from a great big, great big family vacation. And then while we were there, because it was five weeks and we were doing um, uh, public transportation, you know, taxis and trains and all of that, we each, you know, we were very minimalistic in how we packed and things that we were buying. And, and it completely impacted. We came home to this really clean house. We had been living minimally, right, going through Europe. And, and for, for many years, right, we were just kind of in that space, but you know, you, you drift. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, I mean, yeah, same thing happened to me. Uh, I, I drove from uh, Portland, Oregon out to Minnesota and I had everything I owned in a little two-door Toyota Echo. And then, <laughs> And then I moved out there and then, yeah. So then, yeah, once I moved to another place in Minnesota, then I accumulated a lot of stuff that I was selling and I was, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, we're going to move uh, and we're going to move to Utah. And uh, so then didn't have enough time to sell it. So I ended up bringing all this crap over to Utah. And then I had a storage unit for a month and then I found a place and um, just like, okay, well, if I'm already paying for this, I may as well just get a place to, uh, to rent for a store. And so I got a store and had that for signed a year lease for that and, um, paid it up okay. front. How cool is that? Instead of renting a storage unit, let's buy a storefront and, yeah. and, you know, and make some money, right. That's yeah. kind of brilliant. Yeah. It was pretty nice. The, the, um, I do feel that I, I may have been, uh, <laughs> that's a whole different story about what, what, what I was living in Salt Lake city. And, um, so, you know, it was, it was a little different there. And, um, I, yeah, but uh, I also had a thing there where I was, um, let's see, I, there was this thing called wish, uh, you know, wish the, the cheap app with all the, the crap trinket things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. And it was around for a short little, I was still around, but they had this thing where you could order the stuff and pick it up in a shop. And these shops could go and, um, you know, sort of like some picking up packages at uh, a store. Like if you can go and accept packages for USPS or UPS, they'll give you some sort of cut yeah. for money yeah, and for sure. bring a little traffic in but yeah. let me tell you about the people that uh were coming who wanted to not have wish stuff sent to their house and the times they would call me because i wouldn't be in there all the time i don't like like you i'm when when the surf's good you know uh well, whatever i was doing i'm not going to be at work so just yeah i'd have these 
people who mostly I have a feeling we're on some sort of something or other and um, is a little, little concerning when they come up to your door. And um, so I got, I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. Can I just get out of the program and give it to someone else in the area? And like, well, no, you can just go and keep all this stuff and we'll take your name off. So I ended up with a bunch of other crap, which I ended up just selling as well. Well, but that's then, kinda, that's kind of handy, right? I remember we had some friends who kind of did that with um, the U-Haul moving or rent. You know, you could rent trucks. Oh yeah. And they were looking for you know, like little offshoots, right? So if you had a parking lot, a place you could park trucks in, they would send you people rentals who wanted to rent moving moving trucks. And again, bringing new traffic into your stores. It's great collaboration. Um, you know, they set you up with all the systems and all of the things. Um, and yeah. so it's just, you know, it's a little, there's so many ways to make money, right? Like yeah. there's just really random things that you would never even think of. Like you don't have to own stuff. I mean, this is where, this is, you know, where, you know, Airbnb, right. And just disrupted the hotel industry, right. Disrupting all of these different, you know, economic sources, but as an entrepreneur, I mean, we were, we were one time we were in San Diego and I saw this guy on a, on a scooter and he had like a, uh, like a broom pole and he had all these scooters like three or four of them on this side and three or four of them on this side I'm like what are you doing he's like I pick them up every night I charge them they pay me 25 bucks a scooter if I would just you know if I charge them and return them I'm like yeah that's a pretty cool gig right like yeah. he just has to go through and they he has a little map tells them where they are he goes and picks them up plugs them in takes him back in the morning. He has the rest of his day to just do whatever, right? I yeah, mean, just it's just it so charge. creative. It is just so creative. Yeah, and I think they're, you know, especially during the shutdown, everyone had to get creative on how to do stuff as well. And then, yeah, and then once, uh, so I got, I got tired of Salt Lake City. I was going to, I couldn't take it. I couldn't take living there. Um, I had to get out. I was, I, I was done. I was just like, nope, can't, can't be here anymore. And so then uh, I was asked like, what, what would be the cost to just get rid of, like sell your store as a turnkey business. And I came up with a number in my head and I asked for double that. Um, Oh, and, that's good, right? Okay, I think it's this. Yeah. I'll ask for twice that, right? Yep. There, there's a good business model too. Yeah, and then um, someone offered me the uh, amount that I had in my head, my original number, and sold it. And then I had, yeah, like- Because, you know, that's think, how they come in. They're like, well, if that's the number, I'm going to offer you half, right? So yep. like the two and sides like, of negotiation. I'm going to ask for perfect. twice what I really want. Well, I'm going to only offer half of what they're asking, and then everybody wins in the middle. Yep, I think they're they're getting a killer deal from someone, yeah. and um, I'm happy with that. I didn't need to I negotiate anymore. Um, I you know I knew what I wanted, and I was totally fine with that. And so yeah, sold that, took the money, and yeah, then uh, yeah, moved out here, and uh, now I'm starting to grab a few things again, but I'm not not going to do that again i i just like i wanted i, I was getting tired of going to well, do you do the, the online, shops 
do you do an online store now? Because I mean, kind of, um, I mean, yeah. And I was doing whatnot a lot. There's this, uh, app whatnot and it's, it started out with cards, like, um, like magic cards and baseball cards, Pokemon cards, stuff like that. But it transferred over to clothes. And I was one of the first people on there, um, for clothes to sell. And so it's like, a there's some stuff, I think it's Depop, I think is one. And they, they do some stuff where you, basically I'd be on here like this um, live show, hold up a shirt, show it around and then like start bidding, like bid, bids would start. And then, so, I mean, I could sell, you know, 200, 200, you know, shirts, hundred shirts in three, four hours and just um, and go. Yeah, I've and, done a, you know, I've done, they call like little trunk shows, right? Where they're like, right. okay, right. And they hold it up, they model it. I've got, you know, these sizes, type it in, right? Place your order right there. I'm like, you know, the technology these days is is so cool. Um, it, from Even from a consumer. I mean, I have my groceries delivered. Oh, yeah. And we do so much, right? My kids practically bought a home from their phone, right? All of the apps and applications and the docu-signs and all of that. And here's my credit and here's this, right? They mostly, I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing what technology has just opened up doors for. Yeah, it's Good really, that, I'm sure, yeah. but, but I'm, but I, you yeah. know, we're entrepreneurs. So I'm always looking for, you know, commerce on how we can create that. Right. And I think that's what, yeah, a lot of people are trying to do. And if you're not, I mean, you're kind of, I don't know. There's no reason why you shouldn't be unless, uh, especially if you don't need to have like, you know, physical stuff, which right? is the best. Print and, on demand. I mean, yeah, which the print on demand world is amazing. And there's, there's, I mean, they're just, it's kind of, you know, it used to be the only like to be like the middleman was more like in the network marketing world, right? You'd have right. a company, right? With all the products and the research and the warehouse, but we need, we need boots on, boots on the ground to get it to the market. Well, now, right? Like it's all marketing. Like they, they need marketers, right? We've got product, we've got a service, we've got an app, put you in the middle. Same thing with Uber, right? You got a car, we got an app put you in the middle, Airbnb, put you in the middle, products, services, books, tchotchkes, right? Like any of it. It's, yeah, it's, it's an amazing, it's an amazing time we're in. And, and if you want to make money, you can. Yeah. And own, own nothing and be happy is kind of what it's, yeah. what it's turned and into. Now, now we're all like, okay, how do we, uh, how do we streamline? How do we get back to like a simpler time and easier and not um, and, you know, I think we're all kind of becoming also super addicted, right? Like we just always have to have a screen in front of us, right? Always listening to something, like always something in our ears. I think we're like sensory overload all the time. And, and so having, you know, having technology breaks, <laughs> right? breaks from, from, you know, just the, yeah, the screen tech, you know, screen time and even audio, I think is, is just so important these days to just unplug I mean just unplug for a little while yeah I mean yeah usually at the end of or you know like three four o'clock I'm usually uh, everything's off I don't want to be uh, looking at a at a screen it's weird being back in you know I, I wasn't doing podcasts for a while and then I just yeah, kind of got back into it but now, now I'm back to looking at a screen but then I don't have to own a bunch of stuff even though I bought all this stuff 
which I bought like oh get get the whole podcasting thing I got a got a controller board I got I got the the nice fancy mic the the windscreen and nice headphones stream deck thing here so I can you know change screens and have it all like at a touch of a button and yeah you've got the whole setup but yeah look what you can do with all of that I mean you don't need all the setup I think people can get started really simply yep um $22 grow yeah I, uh, yeah, twenty two dollars for this, and that's all I use now. I got rid of my board, and I just I just plug right into my computer. Um, twenty two dollars off Amazon, and then Spotify, if it's free. Spotify for podcasters is free, and then you can have as many episodes you want up there. They'll monetize it uh, when you get to that spot. And I mean, there's no reason not to. There's there's not any excuses now for anything, I guess. It's not, oh, it's too hard. It's too much of a big investment, but it's not. It's not. It it really isn't. I mean, you know, I mean, if you just trade 15 minutes as something, right, you could, you could either work out, you could start a new hobby, you could start a new business, right? You could make relationships, learn something new, like, you know, just take 15 minutes away from some downtime, some things that aren't being productive. You don't have to go like, swing the pendulum and okay it's going to take me 60 hours a week to do this no like just take 15 minutes a day and focus on a new habit a new a new revenue stream right learn something new create something and you're fine that you you're you have we like every single one of us this is like the great you know equalizer is time you don't have more time than I do nobody has more time than I do. Right. And I don't have more time than somebody else. Right. They don't have, like, we all have the exact same amount of time. And you look at some of the people that are just doing some amazing things and getting things done. They have the exact same amount of time. And in some cases, right, they're running multiple businesses. They also have families. Right. There's like, we all, we all bring, right. What we want to the day. And, yep. you know, we are not trees. We can move. This is what ended up happening. I lived in Denver for 21 years. Actually, I lived there for 35 years. I lived in the same house wow. for 21 years. But we we realized during the pandemic, um, like, I can work from anywhere, right? It's all digital now. You know, everything, you know, nothing was live. Nothing was in person anymore. It was all digital, somebody, a friend of mine had bought an RV and he's like, Angel, you should buy an RV. And you could like, my wife and I were going to travel. You and your husband should just travel. And I thought, well, RVing is not really my thing, right? Like that wasn't like on my bucket list, but I could move. And my, my, my kids lived in Florida. My parents lived in Florida. The weather was, you know, sunny and warm in Florida versus cold and snowy in Denver. I was kind of tired of the snow, but because everything I do is virtual and I could build my business online. I could go, I could go anywhere. And now like we live in vacation world. We live in Orlando next to Disney. My kids all work at Disney world. All three of my adult kids, they all just bought a house together. um, Again, from their phones practically. And we have a swimming pool. It's warm. People come here on vacation like my life just totally shifted and changed, but my business came with me and my ability. And then my husband, I was telling you before we went live, we bought this house that was a total fixer upper. 
and he spent the first year like fixing things like there's just everything like every light bulb was burnt out the doors had been painted shut like there was just all this everything was broken it had a beautiful paint job so it looked beautiful um of course the you know got a 30 page <laughs> inspection report when, when when we bought it but um but he just spent the year fixing it because he's handy and he decided to start a youtube channel showing people how to fix stuff around the house and he just like after was it six nine months however long it was october to june he just kind of scraped and scraped by putting videos out putting videos out you know, you get a hundred views, a couple hundred views, you know, this one might've gotten a thousand, right? He's just like squeaking by, but he didn't give up and he didn't quit, which is what we all do. Like, oh, that thing didn't work. Like, that thing didn't work. But last Friday, one week ago from, from the recording of this, Rusty, he crossed over a thousand views or a thousand subscribers, which means so cool. you have to have a thousand subscribers and 4,000 watch hours before you can start to monetize with ad, with ad revenue. In a week, he now has over 8,000 subscribers and he has over a million views and he's making about $200 a day in ad revenue. And when you count that up, you're like, that's like 70 grand, right? Like that could be, um, I mean, I know it's not going to be like steady like that, but it's just incredible. Like, it's like he focused on it. He stayed the course, right? That's the thing, like follow one course one system, one program, one product for one year and let it really monetize and it, and it works, right? It works. Yeah. So. It's pretty nice to be, be able to do that. I mean, yeah, and it's kind of uh, passive income. I mean, you still are, are creating all the time, but, but in a way, I mean, anyways, yeah, right? yeah, making I mean, money while he sleeps. This is the thing is you're creating anyways. Like there's, this is how you can like monetize your knowledge, right? Is what do you know? What are you doing? Like it, that can be a video series. It can be, you know, online courses. It can be, you know, if you know how to price things and, and, you know, kind of gather things, right? Selling, being the middleman for selling. Like there's whatever it is you love. I've got another gal. She's starting a, a, a clothing store, a consignment clothing store. Um, but she helps women get back up on their feet who have, you know, gone through some trials. And so she's creating this boutique with like makeovers and all of that. And she loves that. And at, and when you, when you love what you do, right, they say you never work a, a day in your life. So, right. And, but okay. Whoever told you that in school, whoever, mm -hmm. when we were in school, whoever said, oh, you know what, you can, what you, you yeah, can, you're going to love it. You're going to make money, you know, playing video games online. You're going to make money, you know, selling your, your used stuff. Like that's, that's a hobby, right? It's kind of like right. artists, right? Yeah. You know, artists, like anything in theater and arts, like there's no money in that. Turns out, yeah. right? You snub our nose at them like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Yeah. Now here it is. And, and now it's, you don't have to sit in traffic, um, I mean, yeah, and like I was laid up for, I don't know, maybe two years or so, at least a year, year and a half. Like, I could barely walk, um, but I, I was going out and doing stuff. But it'd be like no more than a half hour at a time. But then I could also do my work sitting in bed. I could, I could, you know, because it would be, um, it was so in 2019. 
people weren't using Zoom very much. So it was kind of iffy. And so like that's, but that's when I, because when I went to Minnesota, I was like, oh, I'm going to be snowed in for six months out of the year. And I was working with some people who were, um, didn't like leaving their house. Um, like, and so, uh, you know, I, I didn't have to have an office. I didn't have to have an office to be able to bring people into. And so to hypnotize people, I could just, I was started doing it over Zoom and then that worked and then people were still kind of iffy about it. And so, you know, business wasn't great. And then as soon as, as soon as the shutdown happened, everybody started using Zoom. And I mean, then it was just like, yeah, I can just, I can sit in my underwear and let my back heal somewhat and get paid. And it worked out, it works out. Okay. Like I, and I still love, I still love hypnotizing people. There's, there is nothing, nothing like it and nothing like getting hypnotized either. And I've been I mean, to some events, right? Where they, yeah, with, and, and I know some fun. Well, you were in Utah. Um, we probably know a couple of, uh, we probably might have a couple people in common that we know if that, if you're in that world. Um, and the, well, I, I did the clinical. I, I don't do stage stuff. I, even though I do stage stuff, everything else, I'm, I'm an entertainer, but I didn't do, uh, I didn't do like the hypnosis on, on the stage but so okay. do you did you hang out in salt lake city are you uh well my husband a- used to um when he worked in cellular that was one of his um territories okay super beautiful in the fall yep. i mean you it's- guys have the most gorgeous color range in your in the mountains i mean it is yep. so beautiful but um no i just know i'm gonna put them in the chat just to see if like um if you know any of these uh i think the one he's in vegas oh you know actually i think they're both in vegas maybe they're not in utah okay yeah um i'm not sure i know those those names but um but yeah i mean it's it was great and i mean uh i i don't know there's one of those things yeah like i just kind of fell into it um okay well, let's try this out and yeah, I don't know. I've I've told this story a lot though, so I, I don't know. I, I busted my knee and didn't know what to do. Got depressed and became a hypnotist. Uh, short 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 of it, and yeah, fell in love with it. I was school. You could go and terrible. be on cruise ships. You could go and be at resorts. Like there's in the entertainment yeah. space. I bet you there's a lot of opportunity. There's probably a lot of other. There's probably a lot of opportunity in the clinical space as well. Yeah, I, I've done it a couple times. <laughs> Entertainment wise, um, I did it one time. I was doing a show, it was a comedy show, and I was second to last person up. Uh, and the people there's two people up after me that did a, an act together. And I never know what I'm gonna do when I go up and do comedy, uh, or I use comedy very loosely. And so um I went up and I said, Do you want me to tell you a story or do you guys want to get hypnotized? And oh. they said, I want to get hypnotized. And so uh, I gave everyone a relaxation hypnosis uh, session, and but I didn't think about this that I was not the last person up. So there was someone after me, and the crowd's just sitting there, happy as a clam, but not caring at all about what's going on. 
<laughs> for the people after me. So I felt kind of bad. And I decided if I'm going to do that, I got to be the only person doing that. So, right. Yeah. So I, you know, learn a few things and felt bad, but learn, live fun. and learn, live and yeah. learn. Yeah. Well, and well, Rusty, I'm loving being a guest on your show, right? Great conversationalist, right? Um, sorry, I kind of talked about myself there for a while. No, no, um, no, no. Okay. Like, that's it. Like, the, this is your audience, right? They came for you. <laughs> well, I, I mean, it's, it's more about the guests. I, I feel like, uh, yeah, I should, you know, I don't know. I, I So, I, you got you to go? You got to go. I do have to go. I do have okay. to go. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, um, didn't even get to talk about um, anything that you're doing. Uh, so why, why don't you tell people where they can find you? Because uh, we got to know you, which is kind of what the point of the the show is to get to know you. And then it's like, okay, yeah, here well, it is. And the, and way like, we, the way we connected was because of what I do. I run, I run one of the best online groups. In fact, it's one of the fastest growing online groups for podcasters to find guests and for guests to get booked. Um, it's a free Facebook group right now, and you can get there by going to needaguest.com. That'll take you right to the Facebook group. Uh, we just crossed over 25,000 members. Um, and in really in the last six months, we have almost tripled in size and in growth. That's so it's been, great. It's been pretty exciting. But if you're, if you're a podcaster and you're looking for guests, and we are always looking for top podcasters because our clients come to us because they want us to manage their PR, help them get booked on more podcasts. We do a lot of, we have a just, I have 15 years experience in broadcasting and journalism. And um, so I have an incredible database and incredible network. So we have top distribution. We have access to all the um, top media outlets and podcasters. So it's pretty, it's pretty exciting. We can run it from anywhere and, and, and we do. And so if you're looking for guests, um, you want to promote your podcast, this is a great group. And then if you are wanting to be interviewed, we also teach you how to be a really great guest on other people's shows. And you uh, threw me a guest. And uh, so he, the, what was it? The the Tom, scholar Tom with the scalar yep, life energy. scalar yep, yeah the scalar energy that was that was yeah, wild that was a cool yeah. uh interview i i think i think i told you uh, i reached out to you afterwards but yeah that was yeah. that was really interesting and um it's just yeah, fascinating and where else i mean that's the beautiful thing about podcasting right is you get to hear these amazing stories like where else would you meet that person where else would you hear about that and and right. And so podcasting is just a, and it's just exploding right now. It is absolutely exploding. So being in the podcast market, Apple iPhone, just in their newest update is making it better for your podcasting experience. Oh. Like, like the trend is just off the chain. We are hosting a, a media podcast summit in August in Denver. And just since we posted it, there's like, like every time I turn around, well, here's one, here's one, here's another podcast group. Here's another and so we are actually out acquiring podcast groups to help us to elevate and grow because we want to become the world's largest marketplace for podcasting. Um, awesome. But, you know, we're just dipping our toe in it and, you know, getting there one baby step at a time. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of people that are, you know, podcasting and there are a lot of people listening to podcasts all the time. And like you said, people always are listening to something or not yeah. always, but 
yeah. a lot of time and a lot of the time is podcast and there's something for everybody and um i mean why not why not and you, all you need is that $22 if you if that you can just use your cell phone is it really all you need and you get on there and you can do that that is, um, that is so true right you can start and I mean that's when when I first started with my very first podcast back in 2008 it was anybody with a cell phone and an internet connection right could have one yeah you can have it produced but grow into it right don't feel like it has to be full production to get started um just start yeah and yeah, so uh, Angel, thank you so much for coming on and uh, getting to talk with you. And um, you guys check out the the website, check out uh, Angel's other work, make sure you're getting at her. And yeah, thanks so much for getting on here and talking with me for a little while. And uh, hope you have a good rest of your day and uh, go to Disney World or something or yeah, I don't we'll, know. We'll, we'll end up at Epcot tonight, walk around the world showcase. So it'll be fun. Perfect. All yeah. right. Well, hey, well, have a great rest of your day then. Thanks so much, Rusty. Yep. Have a good day. Bye. All right. That's Angel Tussie. So yeah, check her out. She was, yeah, in my, um, she runs that group, the Need a Guest group on Facebook. And I mean, I mean, I'm getting a lot of bookings from that group. And so it's a very wide range of people. A lot of people you're hearing on here are from that group. So um, again, thank you to Angel for that. That's awesome that she's doing that. And I can, and like I said, she hooked me up with the guy with the scaler. You know, if, if you haven't gone, go back and listen to that one. That's a, that's a cool one. You might have to watch it on YouTube to get the full experience to understand what he's, well, I don't know if understand is the right word, but kind of understand what he's talking about because even like being so into it, uh, it's, it's a lot to take in and, but it's amazing. It's so cool. So uh, you guys, thanks for listening so much here on the Quantum Global Broadcasting Network, QGBN. And check out other shows such as When the Gloves Come Off, the Thinking Man's Pro Wrestling Podcast. This is it with Lizzie and Saved by the Ben. Show is brought to you by Fred Ben Savage's Fox, Stone Reese Productions, Hardcore Entertainment, Hypnosis is Great, and SuckEmUp.org. And that is the show. Man. Boom. It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. Ernest! 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 <coughs> yes, Pee-wee. You brought the snacks, right? <laughs>